This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. I'm Claudia Sarek. This week, we discuss the concept of virtual brands and the ways restaurants can team up with those already in existence. For more, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Thanks, Claudia. It's good to be back. Yeah, and I should add Happy New Year as well. (laughs) You as well. So let's talk about virtual brands. We saw these really start to boom during the pandemic. But before we really jump in here, can you just lay out for us what exactly a virtual brand is and what that looks like in the restaurant industry? Virtual brands are essentially digital restaurants that exist on delivery platforms. So platforms like Uber Eats or DoorDash, Caviar. And these restaurants can launch out of a ghost kitchen or existing restaurant kitchens, but typically there's no physical storefront. So generally that means it's a menu that's being served through delivery and in some cases pickup as well. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, we really started to see virtual brands boom once COVID hit. And that was largely out of necessity because takeout, we know, was the main source of revenue for restaurants. But now the dining rooms have filled back up. It doesn't appear that that trend is going anywhere. And it's largely because virtual brands offer operators a way to build a second line of revenue, and that's often using existing resources like the kitchen space and also the staff that they already have. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. So it seems like the idea is that operators can keep kitchens busy during the periods where business might be slow and also test new food concepts with a lower barrier to entry than, say, starting a whole new brand or a whole new brick and mortar concept. But we know that despite the lower risk, starting a virtual brand also has a lot of challenges. Otherwise, every operator would be doing it at this point, I'm sure. So let's talk about some of those challenges now. Really, it often comes down to not having enough time or manpower, especially for those smaller independent operations. There really is just a ton of logistical and strategic planning that goes into creating a successful virtual brand. Hmm. And this includes factors like building a craveable menu that will entice people to order your food online. And we know that's so important when you're trying to draw in customers who are really only encountering you in a digital world. But running a virtual brand also requires integrating with all of the third-party delivery platforms, which we know takes time, and then also creating a robust marketing plan to really familiarize people with who you are amid the many other options that they're seeing on you know, DoorDash, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you recently wrote about companies that have emerged who are trying to help restaurants tackle some of those challenges. Can you tell us a little bit about how they're working with operators to bring more virtual brands to life. Absolutely. So there are companies like Nextbite and Meal Outpost, and even DoorDash is getting in this game now. They're working with operators to help them license concepts that have already proven success in the delivery market. Hmm. So in other words, if you're an operator, you don't have to go through all the steps of creating your own virtual brand. Instead, you can license a brand that's already out there. And for many operators, it's paying off. So I did speak with an operator based out of Philadelphia, New York. His name is Victor Tejada, and he's licensing two brands from a company called Meal Outpost out of two of his restaurants. And he says from that licensing deal, he's bringing in an average of $11,000 a month in revenue. That's extra money that in the face of rising labor costs and inflation, he says has been absolutely essential to keeping his business afloat. And he's certainly not the only operator who's turned to this new revenue stream to really make ends meet. Wow, that is a lot of money, $11,000 a month in extra revenue. I'm, it's great. 
Okay, so let's talk more about that then. Give us some insight into what it looks like to partner with a company like Meal Outpost or Nextbyte. So naturally, they all work a little bit differently. So for example, Meal Outpost partners solely with established brick and mortar brands like Golden Crust, for example, it's a pizza company whose menus are designed to really thrive in the delivery market. And Nextbyte, on the other hand, it creates its own in-house virtual brands using consumer research and trends to really strategically shape each menu of its own. But essentially, for any of these companies, an operator can sign up, and then there's typically a brief vetting process where operators have to prove they're equipped to take on a virtual brand. In general, operators are advised to license brands that aren't going to require many additional ingredients or equipment outside of what they're already using for their mainstream operation, and that's going to help minimize added costs and also food waste. But once an operator does choose a brand to license, the companies like Nextbyte and Meal Outposts, they're going to act as the middleman, handling all of the training required to learn the brand. So operators are often going to receive videos that go over how to prepare and package each menu item. Some platforms will even do check-ins with restaurants to make sure everything's going smoothly. And these companies will also typically handle the third-party delivery platform setup, as well as the marketing, which we know are both huge time savers for restaurants. They'll make sure that the brand is being advertised on platforms like DoorDash to gain operators that local visibility once the brand is launched. Mm -hmm. How about pricing? Does it cost money for operators to sign up and license a brand, or is it more of a profit-sharing type of model? So that's obviously an important question, and generally it is free to license a brand, but operators give licensors a percentage of the total sales. So for example, with Meal Outpost, restaurants pay 10% of total sales each month to the brands that they're licensing, and Meal Outpost makes its money through a monthly fee paid by the licensors or the existing brands that are on its platform. Nextbyte, on the other hand, who license its own in-house brands, they say restaurants generally get a 55% cut of total revenue, but out of that 55%, typically 25% is going to food and ingredients and also packaging. So the goal is really for partners to make a 30% profit on the gross sale. Earnings are, of course, subjective to the brand and also the operator's location, but Meal Outpost did report that all of its current restaurant partners are earning a minimum of $4,000 per month, and some of the best-performing brands are pulling in anywhere from $5,000 to $12,000 a week. Wow. So it sounds like it could be a promising venture if your restaurant has the capacity to take on a new brand. Exactly. And a great thing to potentially tackle in the new year. Yeah, possibly. I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here, Grace. Absolutely. My pleasure. That's all for this week, folks. Until next time, take care. <laughs>